So, here, so here, here's, here's what I want you to, to get today. When we worship God like we've been doing, the way we worship physically is a powerful idea. Worship is not just a thing that's on the inside. There is something that God has done in the earth, and he wants to break the barrier between heaven and earth. That's what he's always trying to do. Jesus himself told us when he said, here's how you should pray. When you pray, say, let your kingdom come, let your will be done on where? On earth as it is in he wanted to break the barrier. When Jesus came to the earth, it was a breaking of the barrier between heaven and earth. Now, originally in creation, there was really no barrier. God walked with people in a beautiful setting. He interacted with them. But sin and disobedience and destruction began to tear everything apart. And then there was a, a, a splitting, there was a, a chasm between heaven and earth. And, and so God is trying to bring heaven to earth. And so he did that when he sent Jesus to illustrate the, the message of the gospel that God is for people and not against them. He's not angry at them. In fact, he wants to heal them and do miracles for them and, and, and he wants to touch them and he wants to be with them. <laughs> he, Jesus was called Emmanuel, God with us, right? He's trying to break the barrier. Jesus went back to heaven. He, he came for a very specific reason. He died on a cross, took the sins of the entire world, past, present, and future, upon himself, and died in our place. We deserve death. We had death living in us, and, and Jesus made it so that we could receive life in the midst of death. It's an incredible thing. That's, that's really the story of why we receive communion, because the, the, the bread illustrates his broken body, and the cup represents his spilled blood. Jesus did that, but then he, he, he resurrected. He, he, resurrection life was what he came for, and he wants to share resurrection life with each one of us. And so he rose from the dead, and then he went to heaven and said, I'm coming back, but I'm going I'm to give you somebody. I'm going to send someone who's going to be with you. And they're going to remind you of everything I've said, and they're going to lead you into all truth. And, and, and he's going to come, and he's, and he's going to be with you, and he's going to live, actually, he said, in you. It was the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit comes to, to not only be God's active presence on the planet, which he is. He's the third person of the Trinity, it's a mystery. God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. It's an amazing thing, these expressions. Three in one. It's something sort of beyond our, even our ability to really figure it out. But the Holy Spirit is God's presence on the earth. As we've been worshiping, you sense His presence. That's the Holy Spirit among us. But He wanted to go further than that. He wanted to put Him inside of us. <laughs> he wanted to break the barrier between physical and spiritual. He wanted, he wanted us to live naturally in our bodies, but he wanted us to live supernaturally with the Holy Spirit. We live, we live as followers of Christ naturally supernatural. And I'm not talking about going around to work and everywhere you go, you know, crinkly forehead. Something supernatural going on here. If you keep doing that kind of stuff, People will think you're weird, and they will run, run, run away from you. But naturally supernatural. We're just here, living in our bodies. We're following Jesus. We're giving him everything. 
We're offering everything we are to him, and he lives in us, and he begins to direct our steps. He begins to speak through us in a natural way. Now, this is the idea I want you to take home. This, there's a physical demonstration going on of a spiritual reality. A physical demonstration of a spiritual reality. And that's what this body is, that when we worship God, when we lift our hands, when we sing, when we shout, there's a physical demonstration of something that's truly spiritual going on here. And that's what happens when we feed the poor and care for those in need. There is a physical demonstration of a spiritual reality that is all around us. Some people are like, I don't worship like that because, you know, it's just not my temperament. Did you know that Jesus himself said, sorry if I just offended you in anyway by saying that because um, I just realized that sounded very uh, like flippant. No, we all have different temperaments and some of us are uncomfortable but here's what Jesus said. He said he said when he's, he was asked what's the greatest commandment? What is the greatest commandment? You know what he said? He quoted Deuteronomy 6.5 Hear O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. That means he is the only one, there ain't no other. And then he said love God with all your heart, soul, mind, and and strength. Love them with your heart, what's going on in here. Love them with your soul, your mind, your will, your emotions, right? Your soul. We just read it from Psalm 103, praise the Lord, oh my soul. Sometimes you got to tell your soul to worship because you don't really feel like it. I mean, I don't feel like it sometimes. I got to stand up in front of you guys and worship. There's something powerful that happens when we'll decide to break the barrier between heaven and earth and reach our hands out. It's not a have to, it's a get to. <laughs> it's not a have to, it's a get to. It's reach our hands out and start singing the song out loud so other people can hear our lovely voices. There's something physical happens that worships him with everything. Whole person worship. Did you know that when Jesus was coming into the city of Jerusalem on a donkey, it's the triumphal entry, right? And he's going to be crucified a, a week later. But they start singing to him. And they're singing, blessed is the king who comes in the name of the Lord. And the really spiritual people said, hey, Jesus, you need to rebuke your disciples. This is really inappropriate. Which is what overly religious people do all the time when people start worshiping expressively. Hey, 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 that's, that's inappropriate. Here's what Jesus said. He said, if these, if these guys don't say this out, then the very rocks will break open and start shouting and singing praise to God. That's what he said. It's in Luke 19. We're wired for it. All creation's wired for it. He's breaking down the barrier between heaven and earth. Did you know that James says, if, 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 you, if you really want to understand how God works, he says, you can't have faith without deeds. You got to have faith and deeds together. So when we're worshiping God, sometimes you are telling yourself, I'm going to do these, th these deeds, these expressions. I'm going to sing even though I don't feel like singing. I'm going to, dare I say, dance. No, <laughs> that's not spiritual. Yes, it is. <laughs> it's totally spiritual. Especially when it's done in humility and vulnerability and honesty before the Lord. And there is something that you are willing to, to just give him that maybe you've even been uncomfortable giving him.
And I don't, I, it, remember, it's, a, it's not a have to, it's a get to. <laughs> it's an engaging, and I want to describe for you why it's so important to worship the way we've been worshiping. Tears are a physical demonstration of a spiritual reality. Something's going on on the outside that's also going on on the inside. And we play this out when we walk out the door to make sure that we are worshipers of the living God, that we are serving our neighbors with tangible actions because those are the physical demonstrations of a spiritual reality that we want them to see. We want to break the barrier between heaven and earth, and we want them to see something that God is trying to reach them and that we and, and we and we don't just do it for them. We do it because that's what God has called us to do. We do it because that's how we're made. And we're, we've broken the barrier between heaven and earth in our soul. And so we're just willing to do whatever he says. If he says give away your car, we give it away. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Wait a minute, Pastor Ross. <laughs> if he says take care of, of this person in the next cubicle, bring them something nice and give them a little gift, we do it. If, he, if he, we come to church and we're like grumpy, angry, been fighting all the way, you ever do that? I don't know what it is. Families fight right before church. It's like the devil is in the car with you on the way. It is the weirdest thing. And then you get here and you're like, hey, hey, how's it going? Yes, yeah, you're doing great. Yes, fantastic. <laughs> Such liars. What you need... <laughs> So what, so what needs to happen is you come to the wor- this moment of worship and you just begin, okay, for, okay. You, so first you say to your spouse, I'm so sorry, I'm, that was not good. And then, and then you turn to the Lord and say, I'm yours. Everything you want, I'm going to give it all to you. And then you start saying, you have brought me back to the riches of your amazing. <laughs> some, of you are, some of you are like, I'm never doing that. That's what it looks like to do it in humility. That's what it looks like to be embarrassing. It's really interesting because the scripture kind of speaks to this over and over. God chooses foolish things to confound the wise people. Simple acts of of love. Simple illustrations of seeming foolishness that can transform and change our lives and the lives of another person. You have no way of knowing who's standing near you who may be emotionally overwhelmed and they, they see what's going on with you and they realize there's something happening here. Because your actions don't just affect you. They affect your soul, but then they affect the people around you. I want to teach you that we are called to be worshipers inside this place and outside this place. We are the physical demonstration of the spiritual reality of heaven coming to earth. That's who we are. So as you come to the table today, I want you to think about that physical demonstration. This is a physical demonstration of a spiritual reality. Water baptism, we're going to do that right after. It's a physical demonstration of a spiritual reality. Death, burial, resurrection. It's an incredible thing. I want us to take in all that Jesus wants for us. By taking this bread and dipping it in the cup and then taking it into ourselves, we are taking him in. 
We are taking him into every arena of our lives in every area. Father, we thank you for this. We ask that you touch us, speak to us, lead us, guide us here in this moment as we worship you at the Lord's table. It's in Jesus' name we pray.